Welcome to the Christian CEO Podcast. I'm Katie Bother, and I have built an impactful location independent business since 2008 with plenty of rejections, English as my third language, and lots of God's grace. Each week, we will be sharing relevant and direct advice or inspiring interviews with one intention. It's your time to go pro with your marketplace calling. Now, let's get to it. Hi there. Welcome to the show. Today is another great episode of Easter Project, or I call it 37 Love Stories of God. I have gathered 37 leaders to share that one pivotal moment when they cling to God's voice and carry out the action of what God has asked them to do, then experienced the transformational result. Also, I would like to take this opportunity to let you know, for your convenience, we have put together all the key lessons of these 37 leaders in one downloadable file. So if you'd like to access this file, it's free. Please go to kellybottle.com forward slash Easter 2021. Again, it's kellybottle.com forward slash Easter 2021. Now, let's get to the story. Today, we have two fantastic entrepreneurs to share with us about their journey when the moment they say yes to the Lord and what they have experienced. The first guest is Vong. Vong was a seasoned musician. He shared the story how he transitioned from musician to become a voice brander to empower Christian entrepreneurs use their voice in the marketplace. The second guest is Natalie. Natalie's story is about how God showed her there is a lot of life-saving work to be done in the business mountain, not just within the walls of hospitals. Now, let's get to the conversation. Welcome to the show, Vaughn. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, Kelly. Uh, Vaughn, that we know that you are an uh, expert in you know, creating audiobook for uh, experts that you say you specialize in remotely recording and editing and also help them to help the author to distribute to such as Audible or and more than 20 plus other platforms. So tell us a little bit about how did you arrive today, uh, mm-hmm. come to this point, get to do this awesome work. Uh, you know, I've been um, doing this recording for over three decades since cassette tape and uh, passionate about recording the voice. I've been recording some of my pastor's messages uh, every Sunday and Wednesday since 30 years ago. And when I got into the coaching scene um, and listening to different teachers and thought leaders and authors, and as they were speaking and hearing some of their recordings, I was like, oh, I, I was really passionate about making sure that they had a clean recording and in their best light. And I know that I was created and um, I'm, my purpose is to serve in that manner of being able to capture and distribute uh, audiobooks. So I've been doing audiobooks and uh, podcasts for about the last two or three years, specifically on, on that mode. So that's how I kind of came in from being a 30-year saxophone player on stage knowing how to uh, play through people through the voice of the saxophone, uh, but now capturing and disseminating 
other's voice. This is such a unique、uh, journey. So the question is that we ask for this special project is what is that one of the pivotal moments that you really cling to God's advice and probably against all odds or <laughs> what other people telling to you, <laughs> and then you have a you know kind of turn your business around or you make a shift. So it was、um, almost exactly a little bit about two years ago. I was actually just beginning to change from being、uh, the jazz musician, setting the atmosphere for the rooms and private events.、Um, but I was on my way to a speaker、uh, networking group, and I know that I was beginning to、uh, help serve in this way. And God said, "You know, you're the voice brander," because I was thinking about what's my one minute going to be. It's not about the saxophone now; it's about how I can serve. And he said, "You're the voice brander. Our voices, our brand,、um, our voices like we have a voice print, like a fingerprint, and it's unique. And you serve in that manner. So it was actually that download driving to the speaker point, and that started about the voice brander, and that was the pivot of changing and expanding and focusing on serving in this manner,、uh, changing from being a saxophonist to." Uh, I've always been an audio engineer. It's just I never had been public about it. So that was like the pivotal point about two years ago in that drive. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, what would you say that when people they、um, uh, want to do their own audio book, what will you, what would you say that、uh, what are some maybe the maybe three three of the major challenge that they are facing? Uh, great question.、Uh, one of the main challenges is one they think that's an impossible task, and that I need to go into you know a studio like like mine,、um, and that they don't they don't want to sound stupid. So or, or、uh, you know it's the biggest fear, kind of like public speaking. So one of the challenges is getting over and being comfortable um, um, that people want to hear your voice. Uh, people want to hear what you have to say. We don't like our voice because we don't really know what we sound like. We're inside the speaker, so one would be getting comfortable with your voice so that you can make an impact and leave a legacy for you and what、uh, what the words that God's given you to say and the messages and the instructions and the wisdom.、Uh, number two challenge is、um, learning,、uh, being able to be open and learning how easy it is. Uh, to record your voice at home, and that you don't need to have expensive equipment,、um, and be able to、uh, be walked through there.、Um, the third challenge, I think, <clears throat> is realizing that、uh, as an author, all the ninety percent of all the hard work is already done and created in、uh, in making your book. When you produced your book, that's ninety five percent of all the hard work. Now it's just reading it. And one out of every five U.S. readers are audiobook exclusive readers, so you didn't do all of that hard work to miss out on twenty percent of your audience. So that's another challenge of just re- realizing that an audiobook is reaching another twenty percent of an audience. I'm so glad you、uh, mentioned that. And the、uh, key thing is I. I wanted to hear from your mouth, as 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 especially expert in this field, that、mm-hmm. really nobody. Well, maybe there are few, but I know、mm-hmm. most of the people that we don't like our voice or we don't like how we look in the video. The same thing, 
And but the key is if we just think about kingdom is all about others, it's other oriented. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about that we have to come out here to either use our voice or the video to mm-hmm. serve our audience that tribe that God has called us to. So yeah. Vaughn, I cannot thank you enough for coming on the show today. And I cannot wait to see that more impacts you're gonna create with a whole lot more thought leaders and through their audiobooks. All right. Thank you so much, Kelly, for having me. Really enjoy. You're welcome. Welcome to the show, Natalie. Thank you, Kelly. It's a pleasure to be here. It's so happy you are here. And we know that, that you work with coaches and speakers who want to serve their highest level and need a programs and system that will allow them to do while they can live a life they love, right? Uh, I love your tagline because I know that a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, Christian entrepreneurs, that they pretty much from the beginning, I mean, at least in the beginning stage, I think, uh, make basically kind of create another job for themselves. So can you tell us a little bit about that how did you get to today to do the things that you're doing? Sure. So I'll, I'll go back to the beginning, but I'll try and go quickly because I know we have a limited amount of time. I'm a registered nurse by trade. I have a master's degree in nursing education. And for over 15 years, it was my job to create the, the training programs, the educational programs for the doctors and nurses within our organization that would allow them to basically save lives at the bedside. And so at the point in which um, we had some administrative turnover in our organization, I got presented with the incredible opportunity for a promotion. And they said, Natalie, we're going to be eliminating your position, but we would like to promote you into a management position. Well, most people would look at that and go, oh my goodness, that's amazing. That's wonderful. I can't wait. Let's go. Right. But I know having worked for this organization for over 15 years that their managers, they put in a 40 hour work week, but then if there's a hole in the schedule, they get called in nights, weekends, holidays on a regular basis. And so what I knew was that this promotion, while it was more money, a better title, a step up the ladder. I knew that it was going to be taking away, taking me away from my calling as a mother. And that was not something that I was willing to sacrifice. And so I had to then find a way to start making money because if I'm leaving my job, I've got to find a way to provide for my family. Um, And God showed me through his word where David was talking to Solomon about the rebuilding of the temple. And he said, do not be afraid. Do the work for the Lord God, my God, will be with you until the building of the temple is finished. And what that you may be thinking, what does that have to do with anything right now? Right. But what that meant to me was. Natalie, don't be attached to your title. Your identity is not 
the ident- you do not take on the identity as a nurse. You are my daughter, you are my child, and I have given you a skill set. I have groomed you in this role to be able to take you now and move you into doing something different. And are you willing to say yes to that call? Are you willing to follow where I'm trying to lead you knowing that I have established that purpose ahead of you? And so what I what I've been doing for the past 6 years is I'm now working with coaches and speakers and I'm helping them design their training programs, their advanced training certification programs, their online courses, their high ticket coaching programs. So it's the same thing that I did in the hospital. I'm just now doing it for a new group of people because there is life-saving work that needs to happen outside the walls of the hospital. That's so awesome. It's like, there are so many golden nuggets right there, right? It's um, so, uh, I guess I got asked all the time, um, Kelly, how do I know that? What is that from the Lord? Or uh, how do I know it's time for me to step out? Or, you know, all that's kind of what if, what if? That kind of thing. And I and then I think especially as a woman, as wife, as mothers, you know, uh, that's why when I pray for people, I always ask for in season, in season grace and in season favor. Because yeah. when God give us grace and favor, he give us that season's favor and grace for the thing he has called us to do. And I love you say that, you well, that season is for your season as mom. You know, that's a priority. And uh, so I hope that just through that short story that the, all the moms out there, you're listening to this, that you don't have to feel guilty or you don't have to feel resentment. You don't have to feel like, oh, well, look at other people, you know, what they are doing. And then maybe you are ripping on the diapers and, 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 <laughs> And hair is not done. I mean, all that. We got that. (laughs) So Natalie, so what would you say uh, through this journey? Is there a pivotal moment that that said, even after you decided, okay, I gonna just walk out the boat, meaning the safe zone, right? Um, And I gotta follow God now. And, but how did you overcome those moments of doubt? You know, when, when, you know, in the student journey, I'm sure like uh, you were still, the, those negative voice or so, or the challenge appears, uh, but then you knew, well, this is God, this is exactly what God want me to do. I'm going to stay on. Mm-hmm. So through the journey there, I don't, I'm not entirely sure that it, you ever have 100% proof, positive clarity that you are exactly right where you need to be, right? But one of the books that I read that really helped me out a lot in making that decision was called, if you want to walk on water, you've got to get out of the boat. It's kind of duh, right? (laughs) (laughs) It it kind of is. But but here's, here's the thing. As I was trying to make my decision as to what I was going to do, Satan took every opportunity to get in my head and try and, and keep me from moving forward with God. 
I had four days to make my decision. I was fasting, I was praying, and I was really just seeking God intently. And the things going through my head were, what kind, what, what makes you think that you can run a business? Mm. What kind of woman gives up a steady paycheck, benefits, retirement? What kind of a mother would let go of all security, would let go of everything she knew to take care of her children? You do realize you're going to lose your home and your children are going to be hungry. And then what are they going to say? Your husband is going to lose his farm. Do you really think your marriage is strong enough to handle that? Wow, talk about a spiral, spiral effect. <laughs> I, know, I think I could like write the second edition of the screw tape letters or something. <laughs> But all that to say, all of that was going through my head. And I didn't have the courage to step forward. I didn't have the, the courage to, to take action on that. What it came down to before I could do anything I had to find out, Natalie, what is the even if? What is your even if? Even if you lose your home, are you willing to follow me? Even if your husband loses the farm, are you willing to follow me? Even if you're going hungry, are you still willing to follow me? And once I got to a place where I could say yes, Like, even if no matter what, I started to realize that even if I fell, the safest place for me to fall was into the arms of Abba the Father. And so when I knew that whatever could happen, I was going to land in the safest place in the world. I knew I had that reassurance. I had that encouragement that I could just take that step forward in faith and that what was going on in my head probably was not realistically going to happen. And if some of the things that were going on in my head did happen, I have an amazing community. I have family around us. We're not going homeless. We're not going to starve to death. We might have to move in with the parents for a month or two. But you know what? It was, that's what gave me the courage to step forward. That's what gave me the courage to say, you know what, God, even if, yes, I will follow you. And here's the really cool thing. Six years later, not a one of those things has happened. God has been faithful. When we're following what he has called us to do, he will be faithful to sustain us on that pathway. Exactly. Many of us just never get the blessing. We never get to know because we're too afraid to get it out of the boat. It's that answer that a big question people say, uh, what if I make a mistake? Right? Oh, I'm sorry. Just a moment. <laughs> that was emotional impact right there. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm saying is that that exactly uh answer a key question. It's what if I make a mistake? I got asked all the time. My answer is always, remember the Bible say that God is about our heart. 
if you truly believe that's what God tells you to do, and you go ahead to do it, and in the end you figure out that was a mistake, God will still honor the obedience. Yes. And that is that is a thing. So well, we are not asking you guys, okay, don't get me wrong here, you know, uh, Natalie and I, we're not asking you guys, just don't execute with wisdom. That's not what we are saying. But we are saying it's when those moments of, you know, what if, what if, and then I love Natalie say, well, even if, right, even if. So Natalie, thank you so much for coming on the show today to share such an inspirational story but do you have any like departing wisdom to those of those of the you know Christian entrepreneurs, or they probably maybe in the corporate, they're still in the corporate job. They know it's a time to step out that boat, whatever that boat means to them. And um, what would be that one thing you would tell them? Step out. <laughs> yeah. Step out. Just, just if you, if you know that you know that you know that God is calling you to do something that seems scary, know that scary is is creating a separation between you and God. It's not that it's it's there to keep you from doing what you've been asked to do. But God's saying, "Come to me," and where where what is safer than walking towards the Lord? And so we don't have to be afraid of those things. You know, you think, think back um, to, to biblical times. Those were courageous people. Mm. We have become comfortable people. And at what point does my retirement account, my health insurance, my steady paycheck, like those should not be barriers to us. Just like you're saying, Kelly, I am not saying act recklessly. Mm -hmm. What I am saying is that if you know that you know that you know that God is calling you to do something, if you are truly being led to it, and the only thing standing between you and God is fear, walk to God, go to God, go with him because he's going to take care of you along the way. And, you know, you can see confirmations. And God is love to do that, you know, as a parent, right? Just think about for those of you, your parents, that you know that how you will treat your kids, right? You you will not do anything to harm them. Mm-hmm. So as our Heavenly Father as well. So Amen. thank you so much again, Natalie, for today. And we cannot wait to see uh, more impacts that you can create in the business mountain. Thank you, Kelly. I appreciate your time. Thank you. How did you enjoy the conversation? We sincerely hope that it will encourage you and inspire you to finally take the action of what God has called you to do in this season. We cannot wait to see what you can co-create with the Lord for your business. And just a reminder, if you'd like to access to that free resource, all the key lessons from these 37 leaders, please go to kellybada.com forward slash Easter 2021. Can I also ask a little favor? Would you please make sure you subscribe to both our YouTube channel and also our podcast?
our YouTube channel, you can just go to YouTube and search Kelly Bother or Christian CEO Podcast. For podcast platforms, pretty much wherever you listen to your podcast, especially iTunes or they call Apple Podcasts nowadays, and Spotify, also Amazon Music. Even better, if you can share with fellow entrepreneurs, Christian leaders, that would be awesome because the whole focus of this podcast is to put Jesus in the center of business. Thank you so much. I will see you in the next episode. Hi there. If you have found this episode resonating with you, would you please consider to take a moment and drop a review on iTunes? It will serve a fresh dose of blessings to those of us who work so hard to produce the content week in and week out. We really appreciate it. And you will also help more fellow Christian CEOs find this podcast. Thank you so much. Remember, you matter. See you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Christian CEO Podcast at www.kellybotter.com.